You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our second guest, as promised, is Janie Wilicki. She's CEO of Women Helping Women, Men to Work. Did you know that our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from the experiences of our guests? If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on the show is the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain very valuable exposure through the support of our program. In addition, with our exclusive prospect engagement program, Critical Mass for Business will deliver up to 23 warm prospects to each of our advertisers each year. To learn more, contact Rose Chamora, 951-515-4661. 951-515-4661. You can call her right now if you're listening to the show live because she's out in the... Uh, in the waiting room, in the green room, so she can take your call. She's not here in the studio, as she is sometimes. Okay, Janie Willicky, for those who maybe haven't heard previous interviews that we've done with you and with your organization here on Critical Mass Radio Show, tell us a little bit about you before we talk about your organization. What's your background? So I've actually been working in the nonprofit space for about 25 years, since I was five. Right. Um, Volunteering and stuff, I know, yeah. You've been very active as, mm-hmm. a, as a child. Absolutely. I got it. <laughs> um, I actually went to business school and had planned to go to work with an oil company as an analyst. Yeah, and that's a little different. Than- yeah. Uh, about three quarters of the way through my senior year, I, I realized that I was not going to be doing anything very important. Um, wow. I had been introduced while in college to the JCs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I was growing up, I went. I was a daughter of a Marine. I went to 27 different schools in 12 mm-hmm. years. So we never really lived anywhere long enough to get involved in any kind of community service. And so the JCs was really my first opportunity of kind of giving back. Right. And uh, I realized shortly before I graduated that I, I needed to do something bigger with my life and something that really made a difference for people that might have had traumatic traumatic childhoods or gone through difficulty in their lives. And so that's why I chose nonprofit world. And just out of college, I went to work for the Boy Scouts of America. I was one of the first women doing oh. fundraising, volunteer management, uh-huh. uh, program management, recruiting volunteers. Where was this? This is in Ventura County. I've heard of that. Yeah, I was there for about uh, seven years and then uh, moved into Orange County Council Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. And I was there for about eight years and um, absolutely loved working with kids and with volunteers. Uh, From there, I went to the YMCA. I was the executive director of the Y in Huntington Beach. These are all big nonprofit organizations. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Then I went to Children's Bureau, um, the Orange County Division, doing development. I was there for a few years and was very happily... Uh, working on prevention and treatment of child abuse uh, when I was approached by a very aggressive uh, executive search firm about an opportunity with WHW. Wow. And uh, I wasn't really looking to make a change, but she convinced me to come for a visit. And <laughs> once I was... <laughs> come, just come and check it out, Janie. Yeah. Yeah. And once I saw it, I said, this is, this is my new home. What about it? What about it that you saw spoke to you? 
So I think the biggest thing is, you know, I mentioned earlier, my dad was a Marine. My dad always taught me, you know, Jane, you pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You're the, you're the one responsible for who you are, who you become. And, and, you know, people sometimes just need a hand up. And the thing that I love about WHW is that's exactly what we're doing. We're giving people a hand up instead of a handout. We're mm-hmm. giving them the tools that they need to be economically self-sufficient for a lifetime. And sometimes it's just a small little thing, a small little bit of help that they need in one of our like programs. What? Uh, well, some Let's of our talk clients, about what you do then. What sure. Women helping women, men sure. So we provide employment uh, supportive services to disadvantaged men, women, and teens. Um, in a nutshell, it's to help people get and keep a job. might help to tell you a little bit about the background of our Please. organization and how we were founded. So this is our 21st year. We, we were founded by two survivors of domestic abuse. They met in a shelter. And they realized firsthand how difficult it was just to put together enough money to buy a professional outfit so that Mm. they were marketable in an interview. So once they got back on their feet, they started working together and collecting gently used women's professional clothing, throwing it in the trunk of their car, driving from shelter to shelter, trying to find women who needed help. Mm. That first year, we served 63 women with our apparel program. This last year, we served nearly 7,000 men, women, and teens with five programs. And so... Um, how what I a like, power of a dream, huh? It really is. And you know, one of our founders is still involved with us today, and she's just absolutely stunned at the, the progress and change that's occurred over the last few years. And really, the, you know, something that's really interesting that most people don't realize about what we do is, you know, back in the old days for us, which was for before 2008, you know, before the economy changed, uh, we were serving women coming out of traumatic situations. The people that we're serving now are your next-door neighbor and your brother. Um, we have people with uh, master's degrees, with doctorates. Because of the recession and the impact of the economy on so many people. Absolutely. And if you've been out of the workforce for any amount of time, then you've never looked for a job because things change so rapidly. Right. And so we like to say that with our programs, it's like going into a restaurant and ordering from the menu. You can come in and have an appetizer and dessert, or you can have a five-course meal. Okay. And so we don't have a prescribed series of classes that someone has to participate in to get the rewards at the end. Okay. They're able to pick and choose the pieces that work for them. Um, we have, um, I'll just kind of go through yeah, the programs that we have. So uh, our apparel program, which is how we were founded, our clients receive two complete professional outfits, uh, top to bottom, inside and out, undergarments, shoes, hosiery, handbags, briefcases, ties, jewelry, beauty products, uh, hygiene kit, a coupon for haircut style and manicure. So they have everything wow. that they need to look the part. And it's really great because our clients um, come in, they have an appointment with a, per- a volunteer personal shopper that spends about two hours with each client so that they can pick out the outfits mm. that will make them look the best. Because employers make a decision about someone in the first three seconds oh when they God. see them. Three seconds? Three seconds. So it's all on the image then. Absolutely. How you carry yourself. Absolutely. And, you know, back in the old days, again, we were typically serving people who had never worn a suit before. They didn't own professional clothing. A lot of the people that we're dealing with now might have lost everything. Wow. Um, Bankruptcies. I, and, right. Right. I get it. Right. Okay. You know, selling off their car, selling off all their clothes, everything just so that they could, you know, put food on the table for their children. So we had a, um, a client about a year ago who was previously a mortgage banker and his story was a little different. He had gotten into cocaine and he ended up, he started it. He says, 
like 350 350 a year he was mm. making had a house up in Newport Coast he had a you know beautiful right. wife two kids right. everything was the going dream. great and then things went downhill he lost his job his wife divorced him took the kids lost his house ended up living on the street sold every possession that he had wow. finally went into rehab got himself clean and sober came back to WHW to get a professional outfit and when he walked through the door he cried and he said, I've never had to ask for anything ever, but I'm I'm going to start my life over again. And he was in our men's center getting outfitted in a couple of suits. Uh-huh. And when he put that suit on and looked in the mirror, he stood up taller and he cried. And he said, I feel like a man for the first time in two years. Wow. That is what your organization does on a daily basis for 7,000 people mm-hmm. you've served? Yeah. And apparel is just one of our programs. Right. So we realized after the after the recession, um, it's more than just looking good for an interview. Um, there are a lot more skills that our clients need. So each of our programs was born out of the needs of the clients that we were seeing. So um, our workshop program, we have a whole line of in-house workshops that we do. Uh, first one is our new client orientation, which is kind of a, you know, we do a career assessment, figure out where each client is in their job search, what they're looking for, and then determine what classes, what next steps would be the best program for them. We have Job Club, which is basic job-seeking skills. It's perfect for someone who has never really had a job or someone who's been out in the market for a while and just doesn't know how. I mean, for people our age, we remember a time when you never were unemployed. Exactly. You had another job before you left your job. Right. And so if you've never looked for a job, which is pretty much anyone over the age of 45 or 50, and they're out you know, looking for a job, they don't know where to start. So we give them all those best practices on, you know, the reasons that you that you left a job, how to organize your resume, all of the, all of those things. Uh, and then we have mock interviews in literally hundreds of different formats that are meant to be to help prepare our clients for every interview question and to oh, help them to help them ace the interview. Yeah, uh, there's we nothing have, like practice, right? Right. Right, and we videotape them. Wow. We have them interview, interviewed in front of other clients. Um, we have a program called Project Interview, which is with where we partner with one of our corporate partners, mm-hmm. and the clients can apply for a job online, go through a phone interview and an in-person interview, and at every step of the way, they're getting real-time feedback on what they did right, what they mm-hmm. did wrong, what they could do better um, for the next time. Right. So um, interviewing practice is so, so important, and especially if you're nervous... Yeah, you that all always, shows. Yeah, you don't put your best self forward right. sometimes. So you're we nervous. put them into high stress situations okay. so that by the time they get to their real interviews, they're really comfortable. And here, done that, seen yeah. this, yeah. We have advanced employment readiness, more sophisticated job skills like building your LinkedIn profile, networking, public speaking. Uh, we have financial. See, this goes to the changing demographic of the people that you're helping, right? Absolutely. Now there may be more in the professional realm where LinkedIn and public speaking skills become even more important. Right. And they say that I believe it's right around 80% of jobs that are that people get today, they get because of networking. It's not because they applied for a job on Craigslist or, okay. or Monster. Right. Uh, it's because of who they knew. Who they knew. So LinkedIn is becoming more and more important. There are a lot of recruiters and um, talent people in talent acquisition that that's their only source for mm. finding new employees at any level. Right. Well, we're talking with Janie Wilicki. She is CEO of Women Helping Women. She refers to it as uh, WHW, which is shorthand, the uh, acronym for Women Helping Women. We're going to take our 
third commercial break and final one here on Critical Mass Radio Show. When we come back, we're going to be talking about an exciting event. If you're listening to us live or listening to our podcast before October 10th, 2014, uh, there's something coming up that you're going to want to know about. And if you missed it, stay tuned if it's after that date, and we'll talk about what you could have participated in. Anyway, we'll be back after these words from our commercial sponsors. There's something positive about the word up. When things are looking good, they're looking up. When someone's down, you cheer them up. So how do you move up? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up, Brandman University. Brandman is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top 10 universities for online bachelor's programs. Brandman's online graduate programs in business and education also receive top honors. So look us up at brandman.edu. Brandman University. Move up. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. UPS Protection has been protecting systems in the U.S. against brownouts, blackouts, and poor quality power for over 25 years. We provide power protection systems, including UPS, lighting inverters, generators, and service for clients from coast to coast. We specialize in solving all your power needs. As a direct reseller of the best brands in the industry, including Liebert, Powerware, and APC, we can solve all your power protection needs. Protecting your power is our main goal. We offer on-site or depot repair of our critical equipment. To better serve your budget constraints, UPS Protection also offers both reconditioned and new products. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Janie Willicke, who is CEO and Executive Director of Women Helping Women, is our featured guest here in this segment. Uh, before we return to our interview with her, I just want to let you know that I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download the radio show as a podcast. Over the last 30 days, you've downloaded over 16,000 episodes of Critical Mass Radio Show. Uh, we appreciate your continued and growing support. Of course, all of our shows can be heard live here on octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from Apple iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, hundreds of business websites where past guests have put the player on their website, and other various other business-oriented podcasting services. All right, before the break, Janie, we said we're going to talk a little bit about your breakfast coming up, your Women Helping Women Employment Breakfast, which is on October the 10th, Friday, October the 10th. Okay, so first of all, what is the experience that people are going to have who are attending? What's going on that morning? Okay, so um, the Employment Breakfast is our annual friend raiser. It's an opportunity <laughs> to uh, introduce people to WHW and what we do. Uh, we will have a guest speaker, and we're very excited this year that it's our own Sheriff Sandra Hutchins, who will be giving a talk on overcoming obstacles. Right. Uh, we'll then be debuting our annual video um, that we have produced each year. And then we'll be inviting people to get involved with WHW as a volunteer, as a donor, 
you know, working on an, an event committee or being a personal shopper, but it's really a, a feel-good, celebratory event to celebrate the successes that we've had at WHW, 60% growth last year alone. Wow. That just speaks to the need, too, right? I mean, you have to build capacity to serve the need, but there is that amount of need and probably more that you're not able to get to, right, Jane? Absolutely. Okay. It's, um, you know, one thing that I hope your listeners will walk away with today is knowing that when you hear those unemployment rates that are published, so it's the last one I saw a few weeks ago, it was 5.4%, so it was up a bit in Orange County from the prior month. That only includes new filers for unemployment. It doesn't include those people who are already receiving unemployment, which caps at 26 weeks now. Uh, it doesn't include those people whose benefits have run out. Right. It doesn't include people who, for various reasons, weren't eligible for unemployment business owners who lost mm-hmm. their business. Um, and so the, the real unemployment rate in Orange County is estimated to be at 17 to 18%. Wow, more than three times the stated rate yeah and so if you if you look at just within your circle of friends and your neighbors and your family there are people that you know that have been unemployed and and haven't been able to find work so so uh sheriff hutchins is your guest speaker for the breakfast yes um it's a breakfast, so I assume it's in the morning. Yes. It's 7.30 a.m. at okay. the Hyatt Regency Huntington Beach Resort and Spa in Huntington Beach. Um, I believe the address is 24500 Pacific Coast Highway. Yeah, it's right on the water. It's yeah. beautiful. That's a beautiful location, It's right? beautiful. Uh, we'll have everyone out the door by 9 a.m. By 9 a.m., mm-hmm. okay. And we're expecting 250, 300 wow. guests. There's no cost to attend. So anyone who's listening who would like to attend, we'd love to have you join us. Right. Um, you can email me. That's the easiest way. Okay. Janie W at WHW.org. And Janie is spelled. J-A-N as in Nancy, I-E, W. Uh, you can go to our website, which is WHW.org. Click contact us. Click on my picture. It'll email me. What is uh, Sheriff Hutchins going to be talking about? Uh, she's actually going to be talking about obstacles in her life that she has overcome. Right. She's a cancer survivor. Absolutely. That's one obstacle that mm-hmm. I know that she shares publicly. And I believe there are going to be some stories from her childhood okay. there as well. Is there, a, is there a relationship between the Orange County Sheriff's Department and WHW? Absolutely. We work very actively with the Sheriff's Department in uh, prisoner reentry programs to prevent recidivism. Uh, that is the number the number one reason that prisoners reoffend is because they're unable to gain meaningful employment because employers are afraid to hire felons. Right. And so we have uh, very specific curriculum and instructions for those with wow. uh, a felon on their a felony on their record, and we encourage absolute honesty. And we have uh, felon-friendly employers that I was we just work gonna, with. You read, you read my mind. I was going to mm-hmm. ask if if you're finding there are companies in Orange County who are, okay, felon-friendly. Absolutely. We have a client, um, Anthony, who's actually a guest speaker at one of our events, who he said when he got up, he said, you know, a year ago I was in Coachella, and I don't mean the music festival. <laughs> Sorry to laugh. And but yeah. he says I was a gangbanger. I'd been wow. shot. I'd been stabbed. I'd done five stints in prison. And I wanted to get clean so that I could take care of my daughter. And he came to WHW, and he got his new suit, and he went through the interview classes and got his resume done. And he said he walked the streets of Santa Ana in that suit holding his head high. And he's working for an aerospace company now and doing really, really well. Yeah, the job market is still tight. 
And it's even harder for people with a felony on their resume, if you will, or in their professional background Absolutely. to find work because the, the po- possible employer pool shrinks. Right. And it depends a lot on what the felony is. So, for example, you know, someone with a drug history would, you know, not be an ideal candidate for a pharmaceutical firm. Right. Um, so we try to match the clients with companies that would be appropriate because there are companies that are willing to give those with you know not so clean history a fresh start right and i completely agree with you as a matter of fact i would challenge anybody in our listening audience imagine that instead of going home today when you leave your work your place of employment if you're listening to this at work you didn't go home because you didn't have a home right or the people that live in that home don't want you there anymore because you right. have a history of criminal behavior. It, it's it's hard to be empathetic until you really understand how challenging it is when they release you from the jail system to make your life right if you can't find employment. Absolutely. It's it's absolutely critical that I think I think they said the figures are 90 days if they don't have a job within 90 days of release they're going back. Well, yeah. I mean it's mm-hmm. it's like anything, right? If if you you've got to eat and if all you know, if that's your only skill and your experience, then you're going to go back to what you know. Right. And there's people that are in that environment that want you to come back anyway. Right. Right, if you're gangbanger or whatever. So right. uh, I'm just learning about all the great things that the Orange County Sheriff and the system is, is doing to try to help that. And to hear that your organization, what a coincidence, is, is, is I suspected that you might be, but it's really gratifying to know that your organization is participating with that as well. Thank you, Janie. And we have uh, 275 nonprofit partners that we work with on a referral basis. Wow. Then so, they include the probation and parole and the Great Escape program, along with homeless shelters and soup kitchens. Um, and that number has grown every year, and that's part of the reason for our success. We really count on our nonprofit partners to refer their clients, and we're really helping to, pr- to reduce duplication of services because you don't have to have employment services at every nonprofit out there right. because we provide our programs at no cost or obligation. We're the only organization that does that. Really? I didn't know that. See, I learn something new every day, and I've, I've had you here in the studio before. I've been to a number of your events. If you're, if you're thinking about going, I give you 100% endorsement and suggest that you do go. Uh, I just found out about it here today during the interview. I'm going. Uh, I happen to be lucky enough to have that morning free. I love to hear uh, Sheriff Hutchins talk. It's a very real moment when she shares. It's great to have a woman as the sheriff. Yes, it is. It's a little different dynamic. So anyway, that's enough of the political conversation. From my perspective, uh, Janie Walicki, thank you for being a friend of the program. It's always great to have you here. Nothing but continued success for you and your organization, Women Helping Women. Thank you, Rick. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we've got to go. We're a little bit over time, but I think it was worth that. I want to thank all of you in our listening audience and especially our radio show advertisers who are Brandman University, Center Club, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, Smart Business Magazine, S&H Rubber, Succession Strategies, Tone Software, and UPS Protection. I'd like to thank Paul Roberts, who's the engineer of our show, and Crystal Nunley, who's our producer, and the entire team that helps make this radio show work. And until the next show, this is your host, Rick Franzi, saying I hope that all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 